I'm Danny, that witch next door. And you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Hello, my witchy neighbor. Welcome to another episode of That Witch Podcast, a very special episode of That Witch Podcast. If you've never been here before, hey, I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door. And today I'll be your host, your guide, your mentor and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And I have a very exciting and very, very interesting guest with me today that I am just so thrilled to introduce officially to all of you, uh, Miss Leanne Rose, which I will let uh, fully introduce herself in a moment. But I just have to give a quick shout out because uh, the way that Leanne and I came together is through the wonderful Daniel, the past life regressionist, who many of you here in the neighborhood already know and love. So um, without uh, further ado, let's dive in. Leanne, please say hello for everybody. Hello, thank you so much for having me here, love. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> um, so to introduce myself, um, obviously my name's Leanne Rose, um, but those of you who might already know me, know me as a trans channel for an interdimensional collective consciousness called the Galela Collective. Um, so what that basically means in English terms is that I can open up my energy system and allow a very specific interdimensional collective consciousness group to speak directly through me they use my vocal cords they literally like step into my body if you like and use me as a speaking platform um and the reason for that is um that they are helping to introduce six dimensional consciousness on the planet at this moment in time which is very linked to experiencing ourselves as source energy itself and stepping into the highest state of manifestation which is where we literally become the conscious creators of our entire reality. This is beautiful. And already <laughs> just bubbling up with so many questions. I, this is, Leanne and I have spoken a little bit via message, like DMs on Instagram, but this is really the first time that we've had an in-person, well, virtual, but in-person conversation. And I, my Gemini Mars, you guys, is during this Gemini Mars retrograde, I am so excited. I have so, so many questions. So what I first want to kind of dive into, um, because just even hearing you say all that, my brain's like, oh my God, there's so many things. <laughs> um, I would say the first place that I want to go though, is a little bit, um, what you and I were talking about before the show, before we started, um, because we started a really, really great conversation um, that I think provides some good context for everybody. So most of you that have listened to me regularly definitely know me as a pretty grounded, very earth-based witch, straight up pagan witch. That is, I very much resonate with that. Um, I have a regular guest on our show that all of you, most at least most of you, know and love, Ashley of Starseed Shadows. So we have some starseedsy, multi-dimensional conversations on here. She has an Aquarius moon. We definitely go into outer space around here. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> but I have, I have found that um, the further I've gone into spirituality 
the more my perception and understanding of space has changed a lot, Mm -hmm. has really changed a lot from these younger days and even like adolescent days of there's outer space out in the sky. There are the stars. There's the comets, right? These just honestly, these rocks floating around (laughs) and so disconnected from us, right? So far away. So they must be so, so disconnected from us. Obviously my huge deep dive into astrology changes all of this on a fundamental level. This like reprograms me um, on a, it's actually more like all of these old gears inside of me were finally dusted off and working properly and like understanding things. (laughs) That's exactly the image that, that came to me. I was like, Oh, it was like, I uncovered these parts that just hadn't been working for a long time um, and functioning. And now like, it's, it's really fascinating. And now that they're functioning, I'm really trying to understand what I do believe. And so one of the reasons I was so drawn to Leanne after Daniel uh, connected us is because you have, and this is one thing Ashley and I have starseed shadows connect on. Um, you have this very like quantum space, right? Multidimensional front facing messaging. Mm-hmm. Everything, like as soon as you hear all that, uh, we are definitely being transported to space. But when you and I talk and when I read your work, when I open up your posts on Instagram, when I read your captions, you are extremely grounded and earth-based. Can you tell us a little bit about this journey for you? So like, what was that like for you? What were what was your impression of an understanding of space and dimensions and and kind of take us through your journey a little bit? Because most people here know know my journey and how I've I've come to start understanding the quantum field. Um, just to give an umbrella term, but I would love <laughs> to hear your story. Yeah, definitely. So when I first started off with you know really launching into the elements I suppose you you call it space and I suppose I would call it I relate to it as kind of magic like the magical element Mm -hmm. of um and and so when I would look at space I would think of magic that's kind of but it's still still very was very disconnected for me as a child but I was always obsessed with the idea that there had to be more Mm -hmm. um but I never really believed that there could be. There was always that kind of element of it. And during my, you know, quote unquote, spiritual awakening, I don't really enjoy that term anymore. Um, but, you know, that real main catalyst mm-hmm. of when you're really starting to awaken to the truth that we are more than human. Right. I really resonated with the term starseed. And I didn't feel as though I belonged. And I did feel very much like I was from a completely different star system. I didn't feel like I belonged here in any way, shape or form. Um, which is what drew me to, you know, the alternative stuff. I I was, I became aware of things like channeling. I became aware of things like Reiki and um, energy work just in general. Um, and so I needed to kind of dive into that star CD element. But at that point, the star CD elements, although it was pulling me towards the gorgeous, juicy, magical elements, there was still this real clinging onto the fact that I didn't belong here and my magic couldn't really manifest in the 3D reality. There was still this real belief that 
magic, yes, okay, I've now managed to believe that magic does exist, but I still believe that magic existed outside of being human. And it, it wasn't something that we could use as human beings. It was only something we could experience in our imagination at a sound bath or, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I really stepped into harnessing and crafting my gifts and, and stepping into who I am as an individual, and what I'm really starting to see now is, me stepping into my sovereignty, like my sovereign human self, and really learning to dive into spirituality at an even deeper level, I then began to realize that me recognizing I was a starseed was just one kind of step in my kind of awakening process, if you like. It was just one step in our evolution as we begin to recognize our multidimensionality. And where I was getting stuck was thinking that I was I was this starsy from another planet. But what my system was actually trying to communicate with me was, you are not just from this planet. You are everywhere and all things all at once. And I've now kind of transcended that idea that I'm a starseed. And actually, I am, I'm not just a starseed. I'm <gasps> source energy this. everywhere, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just as you are, just as everybody else is. And it really does help us to dive even deeper into that element of, and it's the reconnecting the reconnection piece to the human about, okay, but I did choose to come here. I chose to be in this body. The magic of being source energy still exists in this human form. In fact, it is the most magical way to actually experience ourselves as source energy. So it's actually really re-empowering when you step into that. But there's a there's a bit of there's a bit of disconnection as you move towards yeah. that stuff, isn't there? <laughs> totally. That's um that's beautiful because, and that's what I was telling Leanne before the show is that, you know, one thing that I, I just personally, just individually never have resonated with is this, that sensation that is so commonly shared and that experience so commonly shared by so many people um, on their spiritual path of, I don't feel at home. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm being called home. And listening to you describe this is exactly what I believe, which is it, you know what, it's, it's parallel to what we go through as teenagers into adolescence, into adulthood. And do you know what's so funny about that? Sorry, what? No, apologies, babes. But the funny thing about this is that what the Galela Collective actually call what we, what we talk about. So I, I teach six dimensional manifestation, but it's also called adult phase manifestation and we literally talk about moving from adolescent (laughs) phase to adult phase (laughs) that is so divine holy cow that is absolutely beautiful because that's exactly what it reminded me of is that developmental period where and this happens at multiple stages in human development by the way um this happens uh, I'm going through it right now with a preschooler actually and (laughs) that's one of your first like toddler and preschool phases is one of the first kind of rejections of your caregivers we're meant to feel this we're if your kid if you've ever been around a young child of that age of two to five years old, they are meant to go through that mini teenager phase. They're meant to reject you and reject their caregiver because this forms independence. This, um, it's a necessity to a survival and to taking care of ourselves. The exact same parallel happens when we move out of our parents' house, right? For the first Mm -hmm. time. And this is why such a common experience is this like, I hate it here. (laughs) No. 
granted, just like life here on earth, many of us really did have absolutely tumultuous, disastrous homes that we came from. Um, so I'm not downplaying that at all. There's been, there are many, many, um, situations where like we look back at our teenage years and we're like, no, no, it was actually hell. That's why I hated it. That's why I hated it. But, um, no matter what, you will still find that this is regardless of the reason, um, a commonly shared experience because exactly we're meant to be called to go out on our own. And that's exactly what this, reminds me of is this and what how I believe in spirituality essentially that we are supposed to feel uncomfortable sometimes we're supposed to feel unsatisfied sometimes so that we continue moving forward and we continue growing I would love to hear more about 6D manifestation I think that a lot of people hear hear the and hear the buzz term uh, 5D, 5D ascension. Yes. I would like to know how these compare and contrast with each other and what 6D manifestation is. Absolutely. So um, the, the fifth dimensional consciousness stuff that we talk about, like, so the 5D has become a huge buzzword. Um, and really what it's, what it is very... <laughs> So you're gonna have to bear with me. They kind of jump in and they get a bit excited. Totally fine. <laughs> when we get that comes. around here, don't worry. <laughs> we channel a lot. <sighs> don't you worry. Lots of messages come through on this show. <laughs> um, yeah. So they that was one of the first messages that they gave me was this idea of the fact that um, they kept giving me this image of a diamond and they kept showing me everybody believes that they want this thing of abundance. And they were giving me the diamond to, to show me that. And they were like, you know, six points of a diamond, abundance, clarity, like shiny things, material things, you know, money, all that kinds of stuff. And they kept drawing me to the truth of that's not what you are actually craving. You are actually craving six dimensional consciousness, which is the element of us that recognizes that we are literally creating our reality from the sixth dimension as source energy itself. And so what fifth, what 5D is, 5D really is the, the bridge to that, to that truth. So the bridge to that, to that consciousness, to that element of us. And it's the, the 5D stuff is very much that star seed energy. It's very much that, oh, we are, we're embracing the magic. It's very feminine in its essence. It's very kind of, it's, it's slightly unbalanced feminine, but that doesn't mean it's bad in any way, shape or form. It's just, you know, us recognizing that element of us that needs to be recognized and enjoying the magic itself, learning to understand the magic. And it's where we meet the multidimensional self. So when we're in 5D, when we're in fifth dimensional consciousness, we are very concerned with the magic of the universe, but we still believe it exists outside of ourselves. So that state that I was talking about before that I was very much in, that was very 5D type stuff. Um, and you find that a lot of people in 5D consciousness are waiting for like the galactics to come and save us, or they're still very much believing that there's this huge war that's happening across the, you know, across the cosmos and that good and evil are like warring against each other. And it's still very, very remnant of this idea of separation. There's still 
the illusion of separation from source when we are in fifth dimensional consciousness. It's still gorgeous. It's it's a little bit more elevated than the 3D, 4D stuff, which is still very, very, very fear-based and very attached to the, to the illusion of separation from source because it doesn't believe that source even exists. It doesn't believe in any kinds of magic at all. When we cross into 5D, we're starting to understand magic a little bit more. We're starting to open up to the idea that it's possible. But when we step into 6D, that's when we actually begin to recognize that not only is it possible, but it is us like it quite literally is us and not only is it possible for us to utilize but it's literally our purpose to utilize it oh my god (laughs) this is very validating there are a lot of things uh the best way I can describe it in like human language because that's very hard for me sometimes there's a lot of information that I understand on a very base and internal level. And it is so hard for me to translate it into human language sometimes. I hear you on that one. Um, I hear you on that one. (laughs) I really struggle with that. But especially, especially lately, and when I say lately, I really mean 2022, which makes sense. We, astrologically speaking, we, um, Every single planet that has a retrograde cycle went retrograde this year. We had one of the heaviest retrograde years um, that we've had in a very long time. This essentially on a collective level encourages a lot of slowing down, reevaluating, reexaminating, reexamining, and therefore redefining, reconstructing, and rebuilding and rebirthing. I've spent my time in very deep reflection this year, very, very deep. And I, I really find that most people, because of that um, indicator of that big retrograde year, most people couldn't escape that deep introspection and deep reflection of this year. It was just yeah. where we were meant to be this year. Um, and a lot, a lot of what has been taking up my space is this idea and I never would have been able to put it into words but when I hear you describing it that's what it is is that we are already already source energy we we hear these phrases all the time you're already enough you're already perfect how you are um you're worthy of all of your love and devotion right now exactly as you are all of these ideas and we actually talked about this in my um school community at our shadow work call yesterday evening, how, especially in this very human perspective, very 3D perspective, we feel so, that feels like a lie. That feels so, so disconnected, like we're lying to ourselves. Yeah. But the deeper I go, whether I'm meditating with my guides, whether I'm asking questions of the cosmos, the answers I find over and over and over again, and Leanne, people don't like this answer, <laughs> is that the answer is already in you. You already <sighs> really have it. I can't yes. give it to you. I can help you try to figure out how to translate your own soul language. I can try to give you the tools to translate your own messages, but I'm, I, I'm having a hard time convincing it feels like convincing people that they don't need anybody else so I would love to hear your thoughts on that so that is so bloody juicy and I'm 
<laughs> yes. This is why I was like, let's just hit record. This is going to be such a beautiful conversation. <laughs> so this is also, this might land really challengingly with people. I don't even know if that was the right way of putting it. But um, one thing that I'm getting really, really clear on is as we step into sovereignty, our victim archetype falls away. It's always going to be there, but the the hold that it has on us is going mm-hmm. to loosen. And as that happens, it, it's going to try with every every single piece that it has to stick around. And so we we call this your fear frequency. And um, so we kind of we divide this into like your source frequency, your truth, you know, the, the truth that you literally are source. Like that is that resides within you right now, like right mm-hmm. right now. And there is still a this piece of you that we also call your human self that will keep trying to convince you otherwise. Now that's not, that is literally, it's literally a piece of the puzzle. It's literally a part of the entire system of you experiencing yourself as source. You come here to experience the illusion and your human is the piece of you that tries to convince you of the illusion. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to reconnect to yourself as source because you would just be source. So right. how could how better to teach somebody something than through experience where they actualize a concept for themselves? Exactly. And that's the only real way that we actually get it. It's the only yep. way we get it because this that what we are actually teaching people regardless of what it is that we are doing in any kinds of coaching, teaching, anything. Anything that we are mm-hmm. doing all we are really helping people to step into is an energy within themselves. That's all we are trying to get them to. And if a person is still believing that that energy has to come from outside of themselves, then they are still in unbalanced feminine energy. They are still placing their power outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's completely elusive and they'll never be able to find what it is that they are looking for until they go within. Because the truth is yep. you will never find it until you go within. Because yes. that is what you are looking for. Yes. And it's fascinating because we are we are taught this in parallel lessons on the micro human scale. Again, like um, you can't find true happiness until you're happy with yourself. You can't right? We have these micro examples. And this is why it makes me smile so much because I'm like, of course, of course. It's just a parallel of this experience because all of our experiences, this is what we talk about on the show, you guys, is all of these experiences are meant to be parallel. It's why we can get the information from the cosmos that we can. They're all representative examples of one another, of the same message trying to get through over and over again. Because literally, like this is this is the element of us that we are really, really stepping into now on a deeper level. I'm sure you've already heard the truth that your internal reality creates your external world. Yes. Like, but if you really, really ask yourself how much you actually embody that truth, I bet the percentage is very, very small. Mm -hmm. And this year, like, I've literally, literally, like, I finally, finally get what that means. And I know that I'm still gonna keep dropping into deeper and deeper levels of it. But I'm finally really learning to understand that literally nothing exists except source and that I am source. And so therefore, literally everything in the universe, everything is source energy itself. And when we can relate to ourselves as source energy itself, which is removed from the human, so it doesn't have that egoic element of Mm -hmm. that separateness that stuff starts to really make sense. And you start to see those patterns unfolding in a way that is like, I literally can't describe the magic that it, that it it like 
unveils for your human because your human suddenly feels like this tiny, tiny piece of an incredibly magic puzzle that is all put together. And every single piece that is kind of interwoven, you begin to really recognize just how much, just how intricately detailed the magic of everything that you are a source energy is deliberately weaving itself through itself to experience itself in a way that is just, if you think about what source energy is, it's just pure love, pure joy, pure ecstasy. And every single given moment in all of our entire lives is ourselves as source energy trying to reflect that back to us in a way that we can understand because we are source energy literally trying to experience ourselves through this entire intricate, incredible process of being alive. Wow. That is an absolutely fascinating perspective that I really think that we don't hear and we definitely don't consider very often, including folks like myself that say like, we're all part of source. We're all part of the divine collective, all of this. And I really, so that branches me perfectly into my next question, which is how do all of these collectives fit into this? So you have a collective that you channel. I assume there's many. Yes. Um, can you tell me a little, especially for any like really fresh beginners around here, what that looks like, how that plays a role in what you just described? Are they a part of that universe? Exactly. So I'm, I'm learning more and more and more about this every single day. And this has been a relatively new thing for me. And as I step more into the truth that we are all source energy, this has been something that's been really difficult for me to articulate and actually claim. I totally get that. (laughs) (laughs) And what I'm really starting to recognize is that the Galila Collective are source frequency. They are source energy, but just as much as you are source energy and I am source energy. And sometimes we put source energy, like we put source energy on this like massive pedestal. But I'm what I'm really starting to recognize, there is no pedestal. That pedestal is an illusion. Everything is source energy. And so what my collective represent are certain frequencies of source energy that are set on the intention of source energy experiencing itself as source energy. That's what my collective represent because that's the the sovereign human piece when they channel through me, that's the sovereign human. You can think of that as a filter that they come through. And so like attracts like, all of the, the higher frequencies of source energy that align with the truth that source energy wants to experience itself as source energy, gather as my collective and speak through me. That's how I understand the Galila Collective now. And when another channel has, you know, their their own collective that comes through their sovereign human self that comes through their piece, they could very well be sharing elements of source frequency that are within the Galila Collective, but it wouldn't be the Galila Collective because it's coming through a different filter with a different intention. So all of it, every single piece of it, regardless of what, you know, what we what we are actually doing, every single piece of these all of these collectives hold an intention and it all serves the whole. Every single piece of these collectives, in the same way that we serve the whole as individual pieces of source energy, all of these collectives serve 
pieces of source energy as well. So what they show me is that there are four dominant energies in the universe. Um, and for the most part, that's kind of what most of these collectives fit into. That when we're when we're talking about something on a on a big on a macro level, so when, if you're talking mm-hmm. about a collective consciousness, they usually tend to fit into one of these frequencies. And a lot of the collective consciousnesses that we have that we have seen have been very five D. They've been bringing through those the the magical frequencies and the magical energies that help bridge the gap from our human self to the magic and they've been really helping people to understand that we are more than human that, that we are more than human and there is magic out there but actually as you described 2022 has been a huge crack open year of source energy really beginning to understand itself on a whole new level and so it's opened up new things for us which means we're going to see a lot more of these collective consciousnesses that are coming through to display six-dimensional consciousness type information. As far as I'm aware, we're, we're the first ones talking about it, but I, I don't know that. There could be somebody else talking about that that I don't mm-hmm. know about across the planet. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I see it. It's, it's all source frequency. Every single piece of it is source frequency. And I think the piece of us that when I was first like really recognizing this and, I, and they were really showing me, like we are source frequency at that point my human was still very much putting source frequency on a pedestal and so I was really scared to share it because I was like oh people are going to think I'm like really, really egotistical and they're going to think I'm, <laughs> I'm going to think I'm that but I'm really like but they just keep showing me no but so are you so is everyone like everything is source energy like that's the piece that we need to really start understanding and landing in the body now that everything is completely divine every single piece of it every single tiny weeny little notch even us as our quote-unquote flawed humanness every single piece of it is source and we are all just source energy literally playing around with itself and just enjoying itself through all these different perspectives it's almost like we're like toddlers yes figuring it out that's yes. really the parallel I made. Be, like it is. It's like on that grand scale, humans, this human version. Absolutely. It's like being a toddler, which is, you know what your job is as a toddler? To figure it out. And guess how you do that? By like banging into things. Yeah. I mean, it's rough. It's also <laughs> pure joy. If you've yes. ever looked at and spoken with a toddler, it is... So undiluted, pure energy, whether it's anger in the moment, frustration, joy, laughter, whatever it is, it is pure and undiluted at that stage. And um, in a lot, a lot of ways, that's exactly where we are at as a human race is like, this is how in the grand fabric of the universe, how we're figuring it out. We're in our toddler phase, which is you're supposed to be like getting roughed up a little bit. Um, That's like the nature of the beast. And that's also what makes the entire thing inherently beautiful and divine. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the core things that they show me is that I'm just going to, just going to plug my laptop in. Sorry. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, But one of, one of the core things that they show me is um, there has been this kind of, obsession with getting rid of anything that feels uncomfortable yes and what they about that a lot around here oh Mm -hmm. yes um so 
they show me this they show me this in kind of terms of like the two two of the dominant energies which both kind of sit into the truth frequency or source frequency the truth that we are source there is a huge element of us that knows that we are source energy and knows that we are in inherently magic and that this experience is a juicy experience but there is also half of us that is in our fear frequency, believe in the illusion of separation from source. But what they show me is that the whole entire reason that we, even, even the idea of saying that we come here as human beings, because even, even that doesn't quite, it doesn't quite fit because all of it is happening all at once. Like not, we didn't really come here. We're experiencing everything all at once. Time is an illusion, all of that kind of juicy magic stuff. But we won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> is what they show me is that the, the, the entire purpose of being human is to do the bumping into things is to do the messy stuff is to get it you know quote unquote wrong is to feel incredibly uncomfortable because when we are source energy we are source energy and yeah it feels amazing but you don't really get to appreciate the magic of that until you've experienced a contrast so they talk about this elements of being in a completely lit room and if if you've lived in that room all your life you probably wouldn't even have a word for light because you'd not you don't know anything other than light but the moment yeah. that you switch that light off you have contrast you have a context in which you understand it you automatically then begin to experience desire and that's the thing that they also show me is that contrast helps us to experience desire when we are literally source energy we have everything we could possibly need ever we don't want for anything. We are just being juicy goodness. But when we experience the illusion of separation from that, it generates a desire. And it means that we can then begin to create. Because if we didn't have a desire, then energy would just be static. But if we have a direction in which to channel our source energy, i.e. Yeah. if there is an illusion that our source energy isn't somewhere, then we get to actually do something with it. We get to actually experience it in motion. And so being human is actually really, really a balancing act of divine feminine, which is that juicy feeling goodness of the, the source frequency, that gorgeous love frequency, experiencing itself through action, which is that divine masculine piece of let's do something with this. And so they also show me this gorgeous... Um, they gave my client this really juicy metaphor of when we're in our divine feminine energy, when we're being in our source frequency, it's almost like a ray of sunlight and it's gorgeous, it's juicy, it's, you know, it's shiny and it's pretty, but it's not, it's not incredibly useful until it comes into contact with something. And when we are actually human, when we, when we are able to filter the beingness of that energy through something, so they, and they give us this, um, kind of view of like a magnifying glass so like the ray of sunlight being filtered through the magnifying glass it's then harnessed focused and it becomes something so it can you know it can literally create fire create transformation it can can do whatever you know whatever you need to direct mm -hmm. it towards but it's that juicy element of that divine feminine of feeling all the juicy goodness of source and then the divine masculine of putting it into practice and we wouldn't get to actually do that if we didn't experience the contrast of our fear frequency so where most of us are trying to avoid the fear stuff, mm -hmm. we get you to really embrace it and learn to utilize it because it's part of you as source energy and it's actually an exquisite part of the magic. Hey neighbor, I want to take a moment to thank our episode sponsor for today, the Goddess Provisions monthly subscription box. 
receiving this monthly box of magic has become such a favorite and sacred form of my self-care every single month. And I can't even forget to do it because it gets delivered right to my door. Every box is a specially curated theme and all of the items regularly retail over $100 consistently. Plus you're helping to support and find more small business and makers as well. You can get your box for just $33 a month plus free shipping in the US. Get yours today and support that witch podcast by using the link in our show notes below. You're talking my language. You're you're 100% talking my language. And that language is Pluto. This is Plutonian themes in astrology. This is everything we learn from our slowest moving planet, um, which essentially translates to this is what brings our most profound transformation because it is the longest building and therefore the longest lasting and plutonian work and we talk about this a lot around here because i'm quite a daughter of pluto (laughs) um we learn through extremes i talk about this a lot we learn and experience through extremes and i get i just got this wonderful question from a neighbor not that long ago um on instagram and she reached out and asked me i believe and resonate with that we choose this life i i align with that all of that What's the question that's weighing heaviest on my heart is why why would people choose the, the suffering? How how could we choose the trauma and the tragedy and the death and I mean all of it, all of it, the worst of the worst. And I first and foremost always answer um, similarly to you, which is my answer is always developing on this. My beliefs around it is always is always growing. But from where I'm at right now, we, ha- we, we have to experience, if we do not open ourselves up and we really do block ourselves off from feeling the absolute worst of the worst, we will not experience our capacity of the best of the best. We won't because yeah. we have no frame of reference for it. I could not agree more with that. I, have, I feel that in my bone of bones when i when i hear that and think about that concept like that is the only logical answer for me is that because without that contrast like you say there is no frame of reference it would for our conceptual conceptualization it would be impossible it would be impossible to actually open ourselves up to the kind of ecstasy and pure joy we're seeking because we're cutting off part of our channel in the first place. So if you cut it off at one part, you're cutting it off at at all of it, quite honestly, at the source exactly. of all of it. Our emotions, our ethereal experience are one of our main gateways to our energetic channels. I absolutely believe that you can access this through your air and your fire elementals as well. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, one of our instantaneous back doors we always have open and available for us to our spiritual and ethereal experience is our emotional energy channel. It's the, it's the only reason that it makes sense 
why we have them in the first place. Otherwise, I tell people all the time, wouldn't things just be neat and tidy and easy? If, And it makes so much sense with what you're saying, because without that frame of reference, if everything was quote unquote perfect, like living in and experiencing pure source energy, if there was never any kind of frame of reference ever, any kind of experience, I know how many of you out there have experienced this for yourself because you yourself have gone through the thick of it. You've gone through some shit in your life and you see other people that haven't gone through that kind of experience and they can't appreciate what they have and where they're at. That's a micro example of exactly what we're talking about. And therefore, shocker that I'm going to bring it back to shadow work. This is exactly why this is exactly why we are not supposed to shut off and hide our shadows and why shadow integration is so which is your fear frequency. That's really yes. what I hear there. Yes, cuz yeah. shadows to me are our projections and our fears and our unhealed wounds. Yeah. Um which by the way, the only reason they're lashing out is because they're dying to be accepted and cared for and embraced. Just like you said, it's a divine part of ourselves. And the longer we tell ourselves it's not, the more strongly we tell ourselves it's a disgusting, terrible, lower, degraded part of myself. It will always stay that way. You will not be embodying and embracing yourself on a whole level, and you will continually keep blocking yourself off from your own divinity. Oh my God. I love this so much. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And the the piece that I'm really starting to understand as well as I move through this stuff is that when we learn to see our fear or, you know, or our shadow from Mm -hmm. that point of view, we learn to actually embrace it as part of the journey. And there's this piece of us, our human is constantly obsessed with trying to get rid of all of our shadow. Like we don't want it to be yes. possible. No, get rid, get rid, get rid. Avoid the like, bad stuff. Get rid of the yes. shadow. Banish our negative thoughts. Yes. Yeah. And and whilst to, you know to to some extent there is it, it is part of the journey for us as source frequency is moving towards our source frequency, but we have to understand that that process is never done. As long as we are human, we will always experience our fear frequency to reconnect with our source frequency. And the moment that you actually embody the truth of that, the fear frequency actually doesn't feel fearful anymore. Mm-hmm. You just see it for what it is. It's this golden yep. opportunity of your system yep. going, oh, look at this place where we can journey back to ourselves as source. Like, let's dive yes. in. Right. It's and it's so juicy, and you get to enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. You get to like you be like sitting and crying and be like, but how juicy is this? Like it's actually amazing. Like yes. <laughs> This is, this just, I'm understanding so, so much of this through my mother archetype. It's not even funny because <laughs> the the moment I became a mom and I was able to step outside of my own ego, I mean, not perfectly by any means, but you're, you're, cause good Lord, but it is, you do have in almost a survival way that happens. You biologically, you have this thing, you have to keep it alive. Um, you are instinctually driven to not only keep it alive, but to help it thrive, which from our programming, we think is keep it happy, keep it happy. And that is not actually the case, No, which is why so many, that was what was programmed into so many of us, which is why we grew up and went, I'm sad. I'm broken. I'm angry. I'm broken. I feel uncomfortable and shitty. I feel embarrassed. That's a big one. I feel embarrassed. Something's wrong with me. I'm broken. No. 
when I had to watch my daughter go through, and this happens every single day, when I have to watch her go through experiences, the good ones, bad ones, every single thing in between, I'm able to remove my my opinion, my human judgment from it and go, look at how beautiful this is when we give a human safe space to just experience, to just develop, to just grow. Again, obviously there you learn safety through limitations. That's your role as, as parent archetype. But I think, and I, I've, I've learned so much about myself through my inner child because of my my parent archetype role now. And everything that you're talking about just resonates so strongly with how often I talk to people about how we fucking talk to ourselves, how we respond to ourselves when we're feeling the uncomfortable feelings, when we're feeling discomfort, when we're feeling anger, when we're feeling sadness, distress, grief, whatever it is. Really what it comes down to, if you if you are able to look at yourself like Leanne is describing, if you're able and, and like I've described, if you're able to look at yourself as this just innocent human, yep. just here experiencing, just figuring it out to the best of your capabilities are able to at this moment. And that grows a little bit every day. Like, don't you think it's a little bit easier, you guys? Don't you think it's a little bit easier to talk to yourself with some understanding, with kind of that omniscient perspective, that source perspective of, oh, this is an experience. And just like I wouldn't shit on a three-year-old for dropping their (laughs) ice cream, right? You'd be like, oh, I hate when stuff like that happens. I'm so sorry you dropped your ice cream. That sucks, right? You don't... That's all, like, if you could talk to yourself the same way through your human experiences, oh my Lord, how much easier would it be to tap into and just feel the pureness of your energy channels, quite honestly. Exactly. That's what I was driven to this year was the purity of my energy channels. And it's it's when you give yourself that Mm self-love, isn't it? Like, it just, it opens you up. And that... That is your source frequency because exactly source is love. And when you are able to meet yourself with that love, and I'm not just talking like bubble baths and you're going to be okay. I'm talking like genuine, like really see yourself as that Mm -hmm. three-year-old and like, gosh, I just love you. And you are going through this and I'm here for you. And what's going to make it better in this moment? Like that's your source frequency. And this exactly. idea that source exists outside of ourselves is the illusion because that is, mm-hmm. that is literally you as source energy going, I embrace it all. And I embrace you, yep. every single piece of And I'm not abandoning you. myself. And I, exactly. I'm not going anywhere. That's the, one of the biggest things we've started talking about in the community is don't do that repeated trauma and pattern that was done to you where it's like, I have to fix it. It's not about that. It's about not abandoning yourself when things get messy and loving yourself anyways through it. And I would say, especially through it. Exactly. And that that literally is, that's what I'm really starting to notice is that life literally is about those day-to-day moments of where you honestly bone level commit to yourself to Mm -hmm. love yourself through any situation and to know that you can handle yourself in any situation because you love yourself enough to do it like whatever needs to be done 
you get it like so a lot of what we see in this like 5d community type stuff which is which is what we're like moving more from now is that a lot of this stuff was placed out that I'm waiting for the universe to save me or I'm waiting for the universe to show me what my next what my next step is but the piece that they're missing there is that they are the universe and actually it's up to them to decide what their next step is to choose and honor themselves enough and to trust themselves enough Mm -hmm. as source energy as the universe to know that they've got this like you literally you've literally Yep. When we say you've got the answers inside you, we don't just mean it's not like that passing comment. It literally is you have this source frequency, you have that love, yes. you have that trust for yourself right now. Exactly. Own it and use it. Like that's where the access point is. Yes. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm like, I'm telling you, I promise you. Cause I here's what happens to me, Liam. I'm a witch, so I get a lot of this question. I get, and I'm a death witch, so I get a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Holy cow, I get so many questions <laughs> about possession. It's not even funny. Oh my fucking God. The amount of questions that I get about, and I do not mean this disrespectfully to anyone who's ever reached out to me. You're very programmed to believe this the way that you believe it. And yes. I'm not invalidating your experience. I'm trying to instill this deep and true autonomy in you that it is not possible for anyone to curse, hex you, for a spirit to become attached to you, to possess you without you giving that permission. And by the way, at any moment, and I mean this, and this is probably the hardest part to grasp, at any moment, with the simplest shift in your mind, as long as you know that, you can make anything go away. You have, that's, when you and I talk about ultimate creative creator of your reality. I have been talking a lot about this, a lot, because we know it's already true. We know that we're already in control of it. The placebo effect proves this. We've talked about this on the show so many times. We've proven it on a human micro level through the placebo effect. We literally create our own reality with our perception. Our perception is probably our most powerful tool. Probably. Absolutely. And I get a lot of people that reach out to me and say, are you a medium? Do you know any mediums that could help my friend get rid of this dark attachment, this dark entity? They were messing around with something they shouldn't have and et cetera, et cetera. I can't tell, and nobody likes this answer. I never get responded to, rarely. This answer is just the truth. But the truth is, is that you can pay person after person. You can go to person after person. The only reason it's going to work that some medium removes this attachment is because you fucking decided that it works. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> I, it's fascinating. And I'm like, that because that's the placebo effect. I don't use that term to downplay the way we unfortunately do in the scientific yeah. community. Eh, placebo effect. I'm like, that's insanely powerful. And we just throw it around... <laughs> Like it's this silly little uh, placebo effect. I'm like, correct. A person manifested their own reality through belief alone. pretty fucking amazing, let's be honest. (laughs) Yes. It makes a lot of sense why we do this brushing off of it because I think that's the fear frequency that you're talking about. I think that that's our shadow. um, I think that's our ego saying we are separate from this. Our ego 
serves a role, you guys. Remember we talked about ego? That's our sun placement in astrology. Without our ego, why would we want to keep ourselves alive? Why would we want to even make it to the next day? We need ego. It plays just as an important of a, I love how you described a piece in the, in the fabric, woven into the fabric. Our ego is a, is a piece of that as well. It's just that it creates this illusion for a reason so that we have mm-hmm. this human experience where we feel like we are totally separate from source, where we feel like we really are separate from the magic in our universe, because the most powerful way that you can actualize that information is by experiencing that re it's like a reunion, honestly. Exactly. It's a soul exactly. reunion. Leanne, tell me about, I would love it if you, at toward the end of our show, would channel a collective message for our listeners. But before we get Absolutely. there, I would love to hear who you work with and the kind of work that you do with your clients. Absolutely. Yeah. So I work with anyone and everyone that is ready to really dive into the truth of who they are as source energy and are ready to really step into the next level. The kinds of things that we do is obviously we take you through all kinds of multi-dimensional, incredible activations. We get to go on all kinds of quantum journeys and all of that kind of juiciness um, with the Galila Collective. And little old me as a human gets to help your human understand the relevance of, of all that kind of stuff. Um, but basically, we, so we call it six-dimensional manifestation because we are tapping into six-dimensional consciousness, which is helping you to recognize that you are literally creating your reality because that's where the element of you as the architect resides. So we, there are literally like unlimited dimensions, but we just talk about nine as a framework. Otherwise we would blow everybody's brain. (laughs) So we just talk about, so the reason that we talk about, we call it six dimensional manifestation is because that's the piece of you that we're tapping into the piece of you that's literally creating your reality. And we have a process that literally helps you to anchor that in, in a really experiential way so that you get to literally see it playing out in your reality and you get to see how powerful you are and you get to, you drop more into the belief that it's possible for you so that that is interwoven into your internal reality. So once you believe that it's possible in the same way that we were talking about, you know, the only way that that stuff is going to work is if you believe that it works, we help you to believe more that it's possible for you to actually be the creator of your reality. And the main thing that we are teaching you to do is to remember that you are source energy. We call it 60 manifestation, but it's the side effects is that you get to manifest things. The real thing that we are really helping you to step into is the truth of who you are as source frequency. And we help you to begin to recognize how, just how powerful your internal world is. And we get you to actually walk the process of understanding how what you are creating inside of you is then being reflected outside of you. And then we show you how to change it so that you can see it changing. And the more that you get to see that, the more you get to believe, oh, holy shit, like I really am (laughs) creating my reality. And then we send you off into the worlds to continue to create your reality. So it's, it's, yeah, it's amazing, magic, juicy stuff. And I'm so, so grateful that this is my life now. (laughs) Amazing. How long have you been officially in profession, like in business. Um, And I would love to know what that transition was like for you, taking this from a spiritual, very personal experience and then creating a career out of it. Yeah, so I've I've been engaged in spirituality ever since I was like 16. I've been obsessed with all things spiritual since then. Um, I was actually a mental health nurse for many years, a therapist, became a yoga teacher, 
always knew I wanted to do something spiritual, just I had no idea what it looked like. And I was kind of, I spontaneously opened my channel when I was around 20, 23, 24, I think. I can't really remember the age. Um, so there was this constant personal unfolding. Um, and it wasn't actually until I really emerged into my fear frequency last year with the, the threat of being kind of, I almost lost my nursing job because I refused to get the COVID jab for, I'm not going to go into that. Um, but it was almost this, it was almost like my soul calling me to be like, are you going to really dive into fear frequency, give in to this thing that you don't believe is right? Or are you going to follow your heart and do something different? So I literally started my business a year ago. Had no idea what I was doing, Danny. I'm not going to lie to you. I had no idea what it looked like. No, I, I didn't even know that I was going to be utilizing channeling at that point because at that point I couldn't trans-channel. I didn't know that the Galena mm -hmm. Collective were a part of me at that point. Okay. Um, and it wasn't until around, I don't think they came through until around January, February. And I started to share messages. And I mean, that in and of itself was, I mean, I don't know if you ever watched me channel, but it's not, it's not very pretty. <laughs> it can be, it can be a little bit like, oh gosh, what's she doing? Like she looks a bit odd. <laughs> um, so that was the journey in and of itself. Um, but once, once I started to become a lot more confident and obviously with I, my channel was open then, so I was receiving all of this kind of incredible information and I was transforming at like a DNA level. Mm -hmm. Um, it kind of just escalated from there. And I, I left my job not like a few months ago and just that was it I was just I found my calling I'm loving it and I'm not going back <laughs> wow that's so cool what a what an aligned um like authentic way to enter into the entrepreneur sphere which is <coughs> kind of a little shark tank sometimes <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. And well, we're taking over spiritual industry. Oh yeah, we're taking we, over. Mm -hmm. I'm really starting to see business is like it is the it is the most potent spiritual journey you can yep. ever ever go on. So, and I do, and naturally, I do honestly, genuinely believe that like everybody has a business in them. Every single person, every single one of us, at the height of at the height of our creative potential we have a business inside of us, whether that's, you know, being the CEO of a company that already exists and you just get to have right. real creative control over it or whether you start it off from scratch, you know, I really do believe that and business is evolving and changing. I've noticed that with a, a lot of my clients have gone on to, to really, to do business differently, mm -hmm. like so much more ethically and with a lot more heart invested in it. So it's, it's exciting to see what's going to unfold over the next few years, particularly on the online yeah. space as well. Absolutely. The, you know, the entire pandemic caused like tons and tons of damage. Don't get me wrong. But one of the things that I'm very grateful that it is like inevitably rebirthing is professionalism in general and just yeah. livelihood, business, all of it, anything under that giant umbrella. Um, there is an absolute demand for ethical business. There's an absolute demand for it. It the the days of like not really caring about where the product came from, who's behind it. Um, what kind of person they are, those days are like running out more yes. and more and more and more. Absolutely. And um, I have been saying since the very beginning of 2022, um, 
that we this is going to be one of the most significant decades. We are in an extremely, it's kind of like the 1960s. Yeah. And every decade has their huge impact, don't get me wrong. But like, that was one of the last in United States history. Actually, global history was like, the 1960s globally were very, and I see that reflected in the 2020s now. Um, we're due for it. We're we're due for Absolutely. kind of a, a burn it all to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just are like that's how much is actually rebirthing. Um, and I, you know, part of the reason I asked you about it is because we are seeing, you know, the spiritual industry. You would think would automatically be the medicine that the all professional industries need. Um, but we're obviously finding that there are huge pockets within the spiritual industry that are as equally unethical as in their practices as some of our largest corporate, um, examples. It's just on a, on a micro level. And, uh, I think it's really cool because we do deserve trade and exchange the energy exchange for the work that we do, the experience that we have, it is so incredibly difficult to be a business owner. Oh, <laughs> oh, so hard. So we deserve it. And yeah. um, long gone are the days, well, they're going very quickly, of just charging people whatever you want because you can, because they'll pay for it. Yes. Yeah. And th- there's, there's this kind of, I'm seeing this huge shift at the moment of this element of and there's this balance that's happening of you'll get a lot of people that don't want to charge at, at all because they don't right. trust themselves as source and they don't believe that they're worthy of that yep. kind of stuff and that does its own harm too yes 100 percent. and then you do get you know the the people that actually they're not very connected to their source frequency at all and they are doing it for personal gain and all of that kind of stuff mm. but the piece that i, I kind of really want to that I'm starting to see unfold a lot more is that if we want the world to change, then resources have to be in the right hands. Yep. People who are caring of the planet and who want evolution, who want growth and who want the planet to be okay, who want people on the planet to be okay. It's important for us to hold those resources so that we can actually utilize them in a way that is beneficial for our planet and if we keep putting ourselves on the back burner and keep saying oh no i'm not going to charge you know such and such and Mm -hmm. then we keep allowing those people who are manipulating and who are not beneficial for the planet to keep holding those resources so that's the piece that i want to kind of like remind people if you are questioning or can i really charge this stuff if if there is a part of you that knows that you are doing this full of sin, and I'll be completely honest with you, Danny, I, I've got, I've got huge kind of aspirations for how I want my business to go. Mm-hmm. But the reason for that is because I want to invest in solar energy and I want to save the planet. Like this, there's, there's yeah, like because huge of the impact elements. you want to have. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. So there's, you know, there is material well, that I'm seeking around that stuff, but it's for the planet. And, you know, I want to be comfortable as well. I'm not going to say that I don't want to be comfortable in all those pieces. But when people who are very connected to these elements are actually utilizing and going after that and saying, no, like, this is what I'm doing for the whole. And when you remember that you are connected to the whole and you trust yourself to be connected to the whole and to utilize those resources for the whole, 
that's what's going to heal us on a planetary level is when we all stand up to do our piece, to do our Mm -hmm. part. Exactly. When we, when we diminish our own worth and value, and then we refuse to take up any space because of that, we're giving all of our space and giving all of that space for this to continue happening. I totally and completely agree with that. And that I think that I, that's such a beautiful perspective to remember and to remind everybody is that remember who you are on a fundamental level that like a lot of money or a lot of just, I'll call it financial comfort because that number fluctuates proportionately, you know what I mean? To ones, it's so different person to person, what you would call financial comfort. You know what I mean? It just totally and completely depends. But I really truly believe that if you look at yourself as the, because I know if you're listening to this show that you resonate with these things and you, you care about the evolution of the actual collective and you know that your evolution is a part of that. So think about when those resources and that money goes into your hands. It's complete. You're picturing that money and those resources going into corrupt hands. And so you automatically go, oh, no, no, I don't want any part of it. Yes, yeah. we should be taking control of it. That would be <laughs> so much more beneficial because I really do believe that um, if we all tap into that that business power within ourselves, and I love how you said, like, that could be owning your own company. It might be um, working for a company that's already established. But when you're tapped into and embodying your business energy and your business source within yourself, I really firmly believe that if we do that as a collective, we'll set ourselves free from the absolute prison that business and professionalism has created around us where we feel trapped on earth because we have to pay exorbitant amounts to live here Mm. and, you know, all of those kinds of things. So I really think if we, this is why I talk about these kinds of like professional and business concepts on the show, we've done, um, And we've started like financial conversations around here because I really believe the more that we go, oh, that's like an old white man's thing. I don't fit into that. I'm like, well, then you're keeping it being their thing. Let's take it. Exactly. Exactly. Let's take it and make it our own. Exactly. And the the Galila Collective actually spoke very, very early on about money. They spoke about like the light work and money wounds. And I really like... I really shied away from that stuff because I was very much in that frequency of, oh, no, well, I'm just going to pretend that that doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. All that kind of stuff. But actually, and I would actually love to dive into one of those conversations with you, babe, at another point because yes. I've got so much to say on that stuff of, like, money literally is just energy. And at the moment, all we are right. seeing is a, we are just seeing a reflection of where we are terrified of our own power. That is what we are literally seeing reflected back to us in the collective. And when we learn to embrace the fact that we are abundant in here right now, when we learn to literally Mm -hmm. realize that we are already tapped into unlimited abundance and that we are worthy of unlimited abundance because we are inherently this gorgeous, juicy juicy magic thing that is source energy, Mm -hmm. that's when things will begin to shift. It doesn't doesn't shift when we start tampering with the external world. It, It shifts when we embody that on a deep deep level I love 
Oh my God. It's so true. I'll definitely have you. I want to have you back on for a conversation. I want to start having around here because it's, it's so necessary for healing a lot of the wounds in this industry. Um, I definitely want to talk about finances and business energetics and how it plays a role in that we are already source energy, all of this, because I really, really, really believe that we are in the middle of like a grand rebirth. And um, it's our responsibility not to hide away from these conversations. I've even, you know what, y'all, just to like put my money where my mouth is, I've been... I have been trying to listen to financial podcasts. Do I feel so intimidated and <laughs> dumb? And Yes, all of those things. And like, I don't belong. Sure, all those things. And I can name so many experiences in my life that I felt that way. I used to feel that yeah. way at the beginning of this business. I felt that way when I started this podcast. I felt that way when I started my health insurance job years ago. And I walked in, I cried on my first day because I was like, they may as well be speaking a different language. I can't understand. <laughs> Who do I think I am taking a job I have no experience in? You are an incredibly adaptive, constantly learning human being that is really capable of infinite infinite information and learning and capability. And so this is definitely something, yes, I would love to have you back on and, and talk about, cause it's just, it's important. It's just definitely. so incredibly important. Um, so I would love it. Yes. If you would walk us through, is there any, so we do like collective readings around here. Every Monday I pull a card. Um, once in a while I do like a full tarot spread for the community and I kind of walk everybody through getting in the right energetic place. So will you just kind of take it away for us, Leanne? And I've never had anybody, um, I don't think I've had asked anybody to formally channel on the show before. So <laughs> this will be a first for us. Fabulous. Yeah. So um, we don't tend to usually do any prep. I usually just bring them through. Um, okay. Because most of, so something for you to be aware of is that what you are hearing from them is only really 20% of what you are receiving from them. 80% of what they actually transmit is purely energetic. Um, so you might feel things in the body. You might kind of sense things. Things might start to shift. That there's, It's a lot of kind of, a lot of frequency activation type stuff that you might be aware of. Um, the other thing to note is that they make a funny noise on the way in, <laughs> just to let you know it is bizarre <laughs> I did apparently it's like a verbal handshake that's what that's how they that's what they call it um helps them to kind of equate with my system um and obviously those of you at home can't actually see me but for you Danny my face will twitch mm -hmm. and my hands will move okay. and they do a lot with the face it's not very true okay so <laughs> I'm so um, so intrigued don't you worry I'm <laughs> such an open person yes this is amazing no judgment um, here. Trust me. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Um, and they're very, very chatty. They love a good conversation. Um, so you know, they, they will probably introduce themselves say hello. Um, and you might just want to introduce yourself and maybe ask them whatever you want and they will, they'll answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. I'll see you on the other side. Hello, dear 
Hello. Ah. We are the Galela Collective. Ah. Ah. Hello. Thank My you very kindly, dear soul, for uh, uh, offering us platform to uh, chat to uh, your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here with us. My name is Danny Wright. I go by that witch next door. I've just been enjoying a lovely conversation with Leanne Rose. Uh, we were about, dear soul. Uh, we were listening. Uh, very interesting. Uh, beautiful energies flowing between you, dear souls. Uh, and we understand uh, that uh, you are looking for a message uh, for those of uh, you listening here today that would be uh, helpful. Are you not, dear soul? Yes, please. We would be so grateful. <laughs> and so uh, let us do uh, something uh, fun, shall we not? <laughs> Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> and so, uh, breathing in, dear soul, and opening your channel as uh, you know how to do, uh, we are going to do something slightly collaborative, uh, very different. A gal herself has not even experienced this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so, breathing deeply, opening your channel, are you guys going to drop in a particular theme uh, for you to share with us, dear soul? And we will uh, go from there. Okay. Uh, winter is the theme coming forth for me right now. Oh, beautiful, dear Zoe. And so, uh, topic will be our winter blues, dear Zoe. There is uh, much polarity in the state of winter. Everything very quiet, very still, very sleepy. And there are two ways that you can uh, experience this through your perception. One way, a uh, fear frequency based, would be to uh, shrink away from the cold, uh, to feel very, uh, giving us wet, uh, depressed, getting very, very sad, missing the sunshine, uh, craving for something different, always running towards the warmth, Constantly telling yourself how the dark nights are very, 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 very unhelpful, are very uh, dark, very uh, depressing, and very uh, restrictive in your energy, dear souls. But there is also another perspective. Winter, in all of its uh, frosty glory, can also be incredibly magical. Think of it through the eyes of a child that has seen the snow for the first time. They are not scared of the cold. They are wanting this new experience of this white fluffy stuff that is uh, suddenly surrounding their entire world, completely transforming the landscape that they once knew. How new, how special, how magical. And also, the stillness allows you to hear the birds a little uh, more than you would have done. The sparkle of the sunshine as it moves through the clouds and glistens on the frost on the ground brings everything to feel quite magical. The elements of the air 
suddenly noticeable as you breathe. Everything much more quiet, much more still. And if you are able to be still with this, to be one with it, you will also experience this incredible stillness within, the incredible magic within. If you allow yourself to be with the season, rather than trying to fight it, trying to picture your next holiday, trying to find the sun, if you allow yourself to be with what is in this wintry moment of magical, frosty goodness, you will find your center. When you embrace uh, the cold, dark nights and you huddle inside to embrace the warmth of your home, to be grateful for the heating that flows through your house, to be grateful for the warmth of your partner as you snuggle up in your cozy socks. <laughs> <laughs> to be grateful for the lights that illuminate your home. When you allow yourself to see all the beauty that winter can bring, rather than uh, running from this, trying to make it something that it is not, it is here that you meet your source frequency, dear source. It is here that you learn to live in this moment, in the abundance of this moment now. Thank Do you. Do you have very, anything very to add? Much. Most welcome. That's beautiful. Yeah, so. I know how strongly needed this message of stillness is for myself and my community. I'm so grateful. Mm. Can we thank you for your time? and bring Leanne back with us? Of course, dear soul. We have no doubt uh, that we will meet again at some point. Uh, Most grateful, dear soul. uh, Sending you and, uh, of course, uh, your neighbors. (laughs) Oodles and oodles of love. Goodbye, dear souls. Thank you. Goodbye. (sighs) Hello. (laughs) How does that feel right after? Um, Where do you go? What do you feel? I kind of hang out in the background. I'm kind of, mm-hmm. I see it as me kind of sitting in the back of my head, kind of watching mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, and honestly, it's different every time. Every single time that they come through, obviously they're bringing through so much energy mm-hmm. and it's usually very, very nourishing for my system. It can be quite draining as well at sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I can feel very, very, very present when I come back and sometimes I can feel a little bit drained and a little bit tired it all Mm -hmm. depends on what the energies bring into my system but right now I feel a little bit in betweeny and I notice that when when I channel that animals seem to be attracted and as we have a cat that is she's not actually our cat she just comes and stays with us every once in a while and she's just come to join the party so (laughs) that makes a lot of sense to me when you say like attracts like so that purity attracts that purity Definitely. That animals have. I love that. That was um, really, really, really special. And um, it was really cool to connect 
with you and and with the collective because as soon as I opened up my energy channel and asked for a theme, um, I felt the physical heaviness of winter like fall in my hands. Uh And um, I knew how important that message of stillness was. And those were the words that came through and it almost made me cry. That was really, 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 really beautiful. Wow. That was really (laughs) cool. That was really special. Thank you for Thank for you. sharing your magic with us, Leanne. That was amazing. We That's are very excited time. to have you back. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually the first time they've ever been like, let's do a collaborative message. So that was quite fun wow. for me in the background. I was like, oh, oh yeah, they call me the girl, by the way. So I love that. Oh, I caught that. I loved it. I really loved that energy that came through. And we... um this podcast is a very, very, very integral part of my mission. Um, we share big stuff here. So I think that's why we were supposed to talk today and why we'll be talking again, because we share important stuff. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. <laughs> ah, now, Leanne, before we go, please, please tell everybody, where can we find you? Where can we follow you? How can we support you? So you can find me, I at the moment, I live over on Instagram. Um, and you can find me at Leanne, oh no, at I am Leanne Rose. Be good if I got the handle right, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also over on TikTok with the same handle and on YouTube at the same handle, but I'm not as quite as kind of active over there. Um, and I am due to be getting a new website in January as well, which will be www.thegalelacollective.com as well but that's not live just yet okay okay perfect um I will make sure that everything is linked in the show notes below so that everybody can connect with you and follow you we're so excited to have you part of our community this was a really amazing episode thank you thank you thank you so much for being here with us Leanne thank you thanks all right everybody thank you for your time today and every day you are such an important part of this community i hope if nothing else this episode really wholly reminded you of that thank you again and i hope that you have an absolutely beautiful rest of your week make sure you stay safe have fun and stay magical out there hi neighbor thank you so much for listening to today's episode of that witch podcast If you want to support the show and get your hands on some really magical goodies, make sure you check out some of the awesome companies that I'm an affiliate for in the show notes below. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes as well as Spotify now. And really the best way to support that witch podcast is just by sharing the show online, like your social media platforms, or telling a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you're looking for more magical content like bonus episodes, classes I teach, and support in your witchcraft, make sure you come check us out in that witch school, my magical monthly membership with a very welcoming private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for weekly astro forecasts, journal prompts, and more, and stay up to date with all the happenings here in the neighborhood.